I'd kind of gotten so overweight and so unfit that I was at a point then when I was just very, very unhappy. It was the lack of energy, not feeling comfortable in my clothes, feeling out of breath just walking up a flight of stairs. And I think that's kind of where it all stemmed from, really. Losing weight isn't easy, and some days we can feel like we need some extra help. Welcome to the Weight Loss Warrior podcast, the show where we share inspiring real-life success stories from normal, everyday people like you and I. Listen to how each of our guests managed to overcome their personal challenges to lose the weight they wanted as they talk about the secrets to their success and give great advice that you can benefit from. Become part of our tribe and use the Weight Loss Warrior podcast as your source of motivation and support to help you on your weight loss transformation. And now your host and friend, Carl Radley. Hello, everybody, and welcome to a brand new episode of the Weight Loss Warrior podcast with me, your host, Carl. I hope you're doing fantastic today. I'm very pleased to be sharing a special guest on the show today. Before we do that, I just want to actually remind you about the Weight Loss Warrior tribe group that I've created on Facebook. And basically what that is, it's a community of people who are either on a journey or looking to get started on a journey that may find it beneficial to get extra support, some motivation, some inspiration. It's completely free to join and I'll put a link in the show notes, but also on the Instagram page and I'd love to see you there. Anyway, back to today's show. So my guest today is Claire from South Wales. Claire, how are you doing? Welcome to the show. I'm well, thank you. Thank you for having me on. It's a pleasure and I'm really looking forward to our conversation today because I've let the guests know how I actually discovered you. And it was on Instagram. And I usually get up between six and seven in the morning here in Spain. And one of the first things, for good or for bad, that I do while I'm having a coffee is go on Instagram. And I noticed throughout the week that you were doing live shows. And so I was looking on the live and seeing you were doing Zumba classes. And I was very intrigued because it was like a, a, a morning fitness workout that people could join and, and follow along to. And I was very intrigued. And then I waited a while and I saw more of your posts and really became inspired by your journey. So I'm really happy that you're here to tell me about everything that's come with your journey. Why don't you tell us a bit about yourself first, Claire? So I'm Claire. I am a mum of two boys. So I've got a three-year-old and a five-year-old. I'm currently living in South Wales, quite close to Cardiff, and um, married originally, sort of grew up in Ireland, so I've sort of been all over the place. I was actually born in England, moved to Ireland when I was quite young and sort of was brought up there and then decided to come to university in Wales and I never left. And yeah, that's kind of me in a nutshell, really. I've got your sort of very normal corporate job so I'm a mortgage advisor sort of like Monday to Friday nine to five and um, as Carl's mentioned then you know in the evenings and weekends I am also a fully qualified Zumba instructor so I run Zumba classes online from my own home and and yeah that is me. Fantastic and as I said before it's a pleasure to have you on the show. So Claire tell me a bit more if you wouldn't mind about your journey um to arriving to the level of fitness you have now and and where I would imagine you're very happy with everything you've achieved and and really in a state of maintaining that level of health and fitness how was it before that journey 
So I suppose before I did lose weight and get into fitness as as a passion, I'd had two children. So all through my teenage years and whilst I was in university, I was always kind of on the heavy side. Um, Fitness wasn't a thing for me. Like I didn't do any sports. I didn't do any exercise. Um, As you can probably imagine, um, in university, there was lots of partying and going out. And I never joined any clubs or any sports teams or anything at all like that and I guess um, all through my 20s really I just kind of like slowly gained weight um, as I got older I was very inactive and obviously had no idea on healthy foods or any education whatsoever around what I was eating or drinking um, and yeah then it kind of got to the point where you know I had my first child and then I had my second child and you know after both my children really I was at the biggest that I'd ever been so I kind of was that classic mum who used pregnancy as an excuse to eat even more food and eat you know whatever I wanted when I wanted which to a point you know being a hormonal pregnant lady and you know you do need but um, I kind of I think took it a little bit extreme and I actually gained nearly four stone in both pregnancies can you believe and yeah I guess it kind of got to a point after I'd had my second son that I just didn't want to do it anymore. I just felt so far removed from that 18, 19, 20 year old girl who was, you know, always kind of fluctuated with my weight, but um, I'd kind of gotten so overweight and so unfit that I was at a point then when I was just very, very unhappy. Um, I had no energy for my children, which was probably, you know, as probably most mums can appreciate is probably a reason why a lot of women maybe do, or men as well as parents, decide to lose weight it's for your children I think and yeah it was um it was the lack of energy not feeling comfortable in my clothes feeling out of breath just walking up a flight of stairs and I think that that was kind of the the initial like motivation really for me to think like I I really need to now at this point as I'm getting close to my 30s make some sort of like change because I can't go on like this because I was just keep you know I was keeping gaining more and more weight because I was eating more and more food I still wasn't moving my body and um, yeah that's kind of where it all stemmed from really. Okay okay and I mean yeah I, I think it's definitely a strong motivation to want to be a healthier version of yourself for your children not just so that in later life you have less chance of of illness or being less mobile but it's very demanding being a parent you not only get a lot less sleep thanks to the little angels but Mm -hmm. you're also much more active you you have to be and if you don't have that level of fitness to go with it it's, it's very tiring it's very hard and there can also be a risk of you building that kind of resentment that you feel like you're constantly tired because of your children when really could be improved if you took care of yourself a bit more is a it's a very difficult cycle to to break and to get into and quite honestly Claire talking to you today and, and having discovered you on Instagram as a Zumba instructor it's it's always remarkable for me to think that that was a, a previous life that you had and, and I think about this in a lot of cases with my guests that it's it's very difficult to imagine the person I'm talking to in that previous state but it's also a good reminder that no matter where you are in your journey today you have that opportunity to change because this is proof so many people who join me on the, the podcast they were in a, a dark place they were in a place they were not, not happy and have been able to prove to themselves that it's possible and, and it's exactly the same in your situation so Zumba wasn't something that was part of your life when you first had your two children I'm guessing 
Absolutely not. No. Um, so we have, um, I, me and my husband laugh about this all of the time now, but um, we have a little rescue dog, Bonnie, who we rescued. Oh, goodness. It must be like eight or nine years ago now. And um, the inactivity, like the height of it was I wouldn't even take her for a walk because I was just lazy I think I just I just wasn't interested I didn't want to move my body and yeah there was there was nothing there was no exercise whatsoever there was um you know there was no going to the gym there was no hobbies there was no sports there was nothing and like I say there wasn't even the walking the dog (laughs) (laughs) okay fair enough and so after having your second child and you decided enough was enough what were the what were the first things you considered doing? I mean, you said that you, your weight had fluctuated and I believe that you tried different methods of trying to lose weight in the past. But what was it about this journey that made you think, okay, I'm going to try something different or made you feel seriously about it? And, and what steps did you take? So for me, um, I had um, one child in normal circumstances and then second child, we managed just to get home just before lockdown happened. So I did have a lockdown baby and I just very specifically remember it being, so it was around 16 weeks after I'd had um, my second son who's called Sunny and we had that really really hot heat wave if you can cast your mind back to three years and it was sort of like April May time and the weather was so hot and I just remember feeling so uncomfortable in myself that I was just like really really hot I was like really uncomfortable in my clothes I used to get really bad like burns in between my legs because my legs were so big and they used to like rub off each other and I couldn't, you know, go for a walk for more than five minutes because I would be like dripping in sweat. And it was that uncomfortableness in myself knowing that I'd gotten to a point where I was at this point in the obesity sort of range and I was very overweight and very unfit that I just felt, you know what, like this is like not good. This feels worse losing weight is really hard but feeling like this is harder and I just had to choose which kind of hard I wanted to go with and I just decided that this was the moment that I was gonna I was gonna do it and I think probably lots of people who have tried different methods and you know they've kind of maybe succeeded for a little space of time and then failed and then you know like we call it like the yo-yo dieter and sort of that like fluctuating of like going up and down I think with this I just felt a little bit, this is enough and I'm going to do it. And I did have a little bit of, I'm going to show everybody because I think like I'd kind of, you know, said to my parents and like to my husband many times before, this is the time I'm going to do it now. And I'd kind of said that again this time. And not that anybody didn't believe I was going to do it. But I think, you know, when somebody says something like so many times over like a period of years and it still doesn't happen, it, it is, oh, here we go again. But this time I just was so motivated to kind of almost just prove everybody wrong that I could do it. And, you know, that little bit of competitiveness to to show everybody that I can do it and mixed in with that really, really horrible feeling of you know the weather just being really hot and me just not wanting to go out to be seen because I just felt so uncomfortable and unfit and it was that like combination of those two things really that really just give me this huge motivation to just do it and every single week I just kept going and going and going and um, yeah eventually I think I just got there. Fantastic and so what was it that you were doing then once you decided right I'm going to prove to the world that I can do this. And you're absolutely right in what you say as well, that 
there's also the danger when you have told everyone you're going to lose weight unfortunately one of the first things that happen are people congratulate you people tell you well done and that gives us on some subconscious level that feeling that we've actually already succeeded and it's something that you know people especially using social media people who quit smoking say okay i've had two days without a cigarette and everyone's like oh congratulations that's fantastic and it is fantastic and it is great but at the same time our mind needs to realize that that's not the end of the journey and we get really there needs to be that delayed gratification instead of just instant gratification so that's the other thing as well that we get used to telling people we're going to do something we kind of get that kick and you know we feel good about it in that moment but then after a little bit of time we lose motivation and we find ourselves back to square one again and so when you decided then like I said this was the time that you were going to make it happen what did you do in order to start losing weight and getting healthier so for me I just kept it really simple so um, I had tried different methods in the past and like I say it was kind of like yo-yo era where I tried something and like yes I might have like lost a stone but then you know two months later it was back on if not like gained more back so I just thought like things that I tried in the past hadn't worked or they certainly weren't like maintainable or it wasn't like long lasting results so I just tried to um strip it all back and just start off simple and I actually just started walking so the first thing that I ever did um so I literally got myself um like a Garmin smartwatch so I could track my steps and I just said to myself I'm going to do 10,000 steps every single day and I just kept it simple so at this point um you know being 16 weeks sort of um after having my second son I was obviously on maternity leave so I can also appreciate that I wasn't working at the time so I had the time to do it so I had a two-year-old and a newborn baby um, and I bought one of those boogie boards that the two-year-old could stand on and I literally just used to go out and I just used to walk all day every day as much as I can and um, I like wouldn't rest unless I'd had at least my minimum of 10,000 steps a day and that was me drawing that line in that like I need to get active the the number one thing that I need to do is I just need to start moving my body I was very overweight so I knew that I was severely unfit and the thought of doing any sort of running or exercise class just at that point it I wasn't ready then because I did feel so big and uncomfortable and unfit so the the, the first thing that I did is I just started walking Walking. And, you know, again, it was during lockdown. Um, so everything was closed. There was nowhere to go. There was nothing to do. And I used to just, yeah, take myself out with the kids in the buggy. The baby would be asleep. And my eldest, who was two at the time, would be just stood on the buggy board. And it was just kind of like walking around where we live to get my steps in and and that was it really in terms of you know just trying to get myself moving and then um in terms of the diet side of things again at this point I had absolutely no education on like food or anything whatsoever I'd never heard of the word calorie before um and I had like no concept of anything I'd obviously done like previous things before where you know there's certain schemes out there where they can tell you you can eat unlimited amount of this or you've got to you know add points to if you eat this type of food and so I had like so many like wild things like describing different foods and stuff and again I stripped it all back and I just said to myself I'm just gonna try and like eat a little bit less so you know at dinner if we're having spaghetti bolognese just have less spaghetti and less bolognese and just try and get that portion control 
And um, something that I actually really massively believe in now, um, which I decided to do back then, was, you know, I love a snack. I am a snack queen. I like my chocolate and my crisp and my ice creams. But I just tried to swap things out for low calorie like alternatives. So again, back then, I didn't really understand like what calories were and things like that. But I could appreciate that you know, like a Snickers bar might be 300 calories or, you know, you could have something else like a low calorie chocolate bar that might be like 99 calories. So it was kind of just a mix of that really of just trying to get smaller portions, walking and then just swapping out like my treats for kind of like smaller treats, if that makes sense. It makes perfect sense. And these kind of swaps just by having, like you say, you don't need to understand lots about uh, calories but if you just make these conscious decisions to look for the healthier option of the two like say instead of instantly grabbing for the snickers look to see if there is something that's lower calorie that you can still enjoy without depriving yourself because the last thing you want to do is make it feel that you're punishing yourself because that again is not something that's sustainable but it sounds like you just you took it easy and keeping in mind as well you had a newborn baby to, to manage as well it's not really the easiest time to go health level and, and make lots and lots of lifestyle changes you're really just in a pattern of coping especially with a two-year-old as well I know this you know having two years gap between my two children but with the first one everything's calm but well, I say calm but you know you have time to do everything with the second one you don't have time for anything because you've still got to manage the two-year-old plus the baby and so the fact that you are able to find time for yourself as well is fantastic and um, you know really takes a lot of determination I think so well done there and I, I understand that you have now really got into calorie counting and tracking your calories. So was this a, a natural progression over time that you started off making like the smarter swaps and then little by little started educating yourself about nutrition and um, calories? Yeah, definitely. So a period of time, I guess, had passed um, maybe two or three months where I could you know slowly but surely see that you know the weight was coming off um a little bit and I was like oh I must be like kind of like going on the right track here but then I think it got to a point then where it like stopped and I kind of like plateaued and nothing was happening so that is then when I thought I'm gonna have to maybe start to introduce some actual like exercise even though don't get me wrong I'm like a huge believer in like walking being like incredible because I just think moving your body in whatever way you can and whatever way you enjoy ultimately is the most important thing but I think for me you know I had such like a long way to go I just felt a little bit like I needed to introduce something else alongside the walking and I found like a fitness app on online where they were like you know talking about doing weight training so like you know like lifting dumbbells at home again this was like in the middle of the pandemic so it was covid this person who runs this fitness app was actually doing um, a 28 day challenge for free on instagram live I joined it so again I can appreciate that and um, I was on maternity leave so I wasn't working at the time I think as well a lot of people obviously were furloughed at that time as well so this like sort of like a little community was built on Instagram and um, yeah I just kind of used to join these like live workouts on Instagram for free every single morning and it was all like these home workouts like lifting dumbbells so I think at the time um, I was lifting like tins of beans and water bottles because obviously I didn't have any dumbbells and all the shops were closed so um you know until I could kind of you know put an online order in to get some delivered I was kind of just like grabbing whatever I had around the house and just following these workouts to like the best of my ability because again at this point I was still quite overweight and I was still very very unfit and you know these workouts were like 30 minutes 40 minutes and um 
you know, I'd have like a screaming baby and a two year old running around my ankles and in between, you know, lifting a dumbbell, I might have to like change a nappy or run off and um, resettle the two year old. It was getting into this like fitness that then I started like, yeah, hearing, I suppose I was following more fitness pages online and I started hearing people talking about calories and being in a calorie deficit. And I just kind of, yeah, just kind of learned about it just from following other like fitness people online and hearing them talking about it and just getting like a bit a bit of education around it. And like I say, like I don't have any education in food and nutrition or fitness or anything at all like that. I have since become a Zumba instructor. There isn't like much like, you know, nutrition um, behind that sort of like training. But yeah, that's kind of it really. And then I joined this like fitness app. Once this like free 28 day like challenge thing that was like free on Instagram ended and this like fitness person had an actual app that you could sign up to for like £15 a month. And I just signed up to it and I've never stopped. I'm still like a subscriber now and I'm actually an ambassador for that app now three years later. And um, yeah, it's all, you know, that app has really changed my life because that has got, you know, that like calculator on there where you can put in all of your like your details like your height your weight your activity level um, and it works out for you like how many calories would be a guide for you to eat if you wanted to like lose weight or tone up or even gain weight you know to like build muscle and things like that and it's all kind of been built like from there I guess. Brilliant it's amazing how small actions can end up in such big results and, and that if I'm not wrong is the Courtney Black it is, app, is yes that, right? it is and um yeah like I say sort of three years later I'm still a subscriber I've since been asked to become like an ambassador of the app and you know I've kind of like met Courtney and been on boot camps with her and it's just it's it is just wild when I think back of you know me five years ago when I was pregnant with my first child and I was literally, yeah, gaining all this weight, so unfit and five stone heavier than what I am now and things like that. It's, it is it is just crazy, the the journey I've been on. It's, it is mad. And how much good has come yeah, from it exactly. as well. You know, just for the fact you're healthier and probably much happier about the way that you look and how much you feel. With that comes additional confidence and a boost your self-esteem. It just, there's so many benefits that come from living a healthier life. And like you said, you, you just started off in small steps. You don't have to make drastic changes but it does build momentum and with that momentum amazing things can come from it so I, I think what you've done is absolutely fantastic and the fact that you know you're an ambassador for a fitness app now you're a qualified Zumba instructor all of these great things and we were talking before we hit record today about how you actually almost went too far in your weight loss and found a, a weight that was not sustainable it was lower and we were talking about the fact that sometimes the lowest weight isn't always the happiest weight and how you know relying on scales can can kind of almost distort that feeling that it has to be the lowest in order to be a big success can you just tell me a bit more about that journey and there's an amazing post pinned on your instagram that people can go and look at as well where you have like your start your lowest weight and then your current and and you know your healthiest weight is not necessarily your lowest tell me a bit more about that yeah so I think once you get into that like weight loss flow and again because it was through Covid I suppose it was at a time where you couldn't see anyone everything was closed you couldn't go anywhere and um, so I guess it you know it got to that like level where I, I wasn't living like in a normal time if that makes sense so when things then did become back to like normality yeah it just wasn't like sustainable unless I was going to live a life of like 
ultimate restriction, which is like no life at all. So I think like, you know, during COVID, um, I'd gone on this weight loss journey and I was losing weight on a weekly basis. And yeah, again, going back to like previous things that I'd done where it was the norm that you would weigh yourself on a, on a weekly basis and praised every single week if you lost weight. And then, you know, if you got that week where you maintained or even you dared to like gain a pound, you know, it was seen as like quite negative. So I suppose I kind of got into that like mind frame where I was losing weight on like a weekly basis and it just became a thing that it just I kept going and going and going. And um, I got to like, yeah, my lowest weights where I think I'd lost in total about five and a half stone. And I'm five foot eight, so I'm quite a tall girl. And I, I, I'm i quite like a broad um, individual as well. So, you know, I'm like, I'm quite big. I would say I'm quite broadly built. I suppose I've got, you know, like the wide shoulders and the wide hips and things like that. So, you know, the weight that I did get to was where I was kind of like training and um, like weight training six days a week. And then also I was running like at this point, I'd done my like Zumba qualification um, again during COVID it was all like done at home and then I'd started you know run my Zumba classes and um, again it was run all online which I still do to this day all of my Zumba classes I've never ran an in-person Zumba class I do them on Zoom so I run them online so they're accessible to everybody no matter where you are I even have a couple of people join from Spain and Tenerife and things like that as well and um, so it's not it's not just oh, UK wow. based and um, I've got um, I've got I think two ladies that actually joined from Dubai can you believe and um, so it is anybody can join they're accessible to anybody but yeah I think I just got into a point where I had lost so much weight that then when things did start to reopen like I say you know we kind of came out of lockdown you know you could see people again you could go out for food or you could go on a night out or go to the cinema again once I kind of started living back in the real world um, I just found that I wasn't able to maintain that lowest weight like I say it was like doable at the time maybe during Covid because things were quite restricted because we weren't socialising with our friends and our family or going out or throwing birthday parties or attending weddings. But then when life resumed, I did find myself like kind of slowly like gaining a little bit of weight back. But actually now, two years later, being at a point where everything is back to normal now. Yeah, I'm, I'm not at my lowest weight, but I'm definitely at a weight where I know I'm really fit. I eat, you know, the, the best that I can. Um, but I also like have that balance where I do enjoy myself. You know, I've got kids. If they've got a birthday, I'm going to have a slice of that birthday cake. I take them to parties all of the time. We might have days out. We might go to the beach. I have an ice cream. Like it is just getting that balance. But, you know, I think that the fitness side of things keeps me on track because I love it so much. And I do do like I run my own Zumba classes. I absolutely love walking now. I've like really developed a love for walking. Um, I've worked from home for the past three years. Um, so, you know, for me, I take my dog on, on a big hour long walk during my lunch break every single day. And then also the Zumba and everything. I'm just so extremely active that I've just found that, yeah, I can have that ice cream if I want it. Or I can have that like slice of cake. And then, you know, like we say, it's just um, with the whole like sort of, you know, food side of things. Like I have gotten into calorie counting now and it's not about restriction, it's about portion control and having things in moderation, making those smart swaps, 
If I want to have a bag of crisps, I will absolutely have one. I just don't buy, you know, the big share massive bags where, you know, if you open it, you're going to finish the bag. I just make sure that, you know, I buy like a multi pack where, you know, there's like maybe five or six individual small bags and you have one. So it's a, it's just about having that portion control, having things in moderation and not restricting yourself. And yeah, I think I've kind of, you know, I think it's always a journey and you're always going to have up and downs and weight isn't linear. I've I found over the last couple of years, especially my body shape and my weight so different in winter than what it is in summer because I just can't get out as much in the winter time because of the weather in the UK so in the summertime I'm literally out all day every day with the boys running around with them in the park taking the dog for multiple walks because I love being outside love the sunshine and obviously in the winter time it's more about taking your kids to a soft play or to the cinema and you're a lot less active I think in the winter time you're always going to fluctuate I think and I, I think that you kind of just have to have to learn to accept that as well like you say your lowest weight isn't necessarily your healthiest weight you know it's okay to fluctuate depending on what even what time of year it is or some you know especially for women the time of month it is it you know your body is you know so different with with what's going on of course, absolutely. And I was just actually having a conversation this afternoon with someone who was saying, oh, they, they were feeling a bit down and, and they weren't sure if it was hormonal, but I, I read something. Actually, it was um, James Smith, PT. I think the guy's absolutely amazing. I do love James Smith. I, th I would be a big advocate of like, yeah, going and having a look on his website. And he's got one of the um, calculators that you can use for free to work out if you needed to get like a guide of how many calories you should eat based on like your height, your weight, your age, etc. And he gives some really good information on there as well for somebody. And he's funny. Yeah, as... he's hilarious. I would definitely say that he is like, yeah, top person to like follow on Instagram. He is very funny. 100%. And and just to circle back to what he was saying, he was talking about how the menstrual cycle, it actually impacts your, your strength, your physical strength. So it's not linear. Absolutely, it's not linear. And there's so many things throughout the month that can impact where you feel about things, your hunger, your strength, that you do have to look at the trend over a longer period of time. And, and that's, you know, for guys as well, it's, you have to really zoom out sometimes, I think. And it's so important to do that. And it sounds like you've now got that perfect balance. Oh, actually, I'm gonna rephrase. I'm not gonna say the perfect balance because I, I think that trying to strive for perfection is also a dangerous trap, but you've got a great balance coupled with the fitness that, Let's be honest, Kate, you sound like you've got a little bit of an obsession for Zumba <laughs> and, and fitness now, which there's far worse obsessions to have. But what I will say is to anyone listening to this and thinking, oh, exercise, I absolutely hate it. I hated exercise. From everything you've explained today on this show, Claire, you weren't exactly a big fan of exercise five years ago. So don't think that just because that's how you feel now, that is how you will always feel. Because I think it's something that, it builds momentum as we talked about earlier momentum when you the small changes that you make they trigger these feelings of being healthy which in turn have other benefits and so you never know where you may end up on your journey which I think makes it so exciting I'm sure if somebody told you you were going to be a Zumba instructor in five years time what would you have told them oh goodness I just I yeah like I say I probably would have just laughed and just thought no if I've not done something now by the time you know at this point I suppose I was like sort of 28 I'm not going to do it am I but you know you're never too old or you're never too unfit or you're never 
too big to do anything. It's just about starting. And the best form of exercise that you can do is the one that you're not going to give up. So it's whether it's walking or swimming or football or weight training or Zumba, the best one that you can do is the one that you're not going to give up because you're going to stay consistent with it and be able to incorporate it into your lifestyle where it's not a chore, you're not forcing yourself to do it, you're not using it as a punishment to work off the previous night's takeaway or whatever that might be. You're doing it because you enjoy it. And yeah, ultimately, I feel really fortunate that I have found things that I love. Like there's some things that I hate, so I don't do them. And for some people, Zumba might not be your thing or like, you know, doing these crazy like hit classes might not be your thing. But you don't have to be jumping and bopping about to lose weight. Like I say, like walking is so effective. Um, you know, it might be just like running around the park with your kids playing football three times a week, whatever it might be. There's so many different forms of exercise out there. Give it a try and see what you like. And not everything is for everybody. But I definitely think if you can find something that you love, you will just do it because you enjoy it. And then it's not a chore. Such great advice there. I was going to my next question was going to be, is, do you have any advice for the people listening? But I think you've just given so much great advice in that that one sentence. I don't know if you have anything else you'd like to share with people who are on a journey. I think it is just just to start. I think there's so many times where I ate everything in the cupboard because this was going to be the time. I'm going to get rid of all the junk food in the cupboard tonight because I'm going to start tomorrow. And then lo and behold, the next weekend would roll by and the cupboards would just be full of junk food again. Just start. Just don't, you know, it doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be a Monday. It doesn't have to be the first of the month or the first of the year. Like a lot of people tend to go wild at Christmas time because they say, I'm going to start on the 1st of January. I think just start now. It's Wednesday. Say to yourself, I'm going to start now. And just strip it back. Don't make it complicated. Keeping it really, really simple it is kind of just about like moving more and eating less. So just try and walk more, set yourself a step goal. It might not be 10,000 steps a day. It might be 6,000, it might be 15,000. And just remember that like everybody's circumstances are completely different. So I think it's really easy to fall into the trap of looking at people online. And you know, you might be looking at, for example, a 20 year old PT, who is single and doesn't have children, their level of like activity and what they can do on a daily basis is going to be so different to that mum of three kids who has a full-time job because that 20-year-old who doesn't have those children and her job is to actually be a PT so when she goes to work she might be in a gym <laughs> five days a week so of course she's going to be able to get more gym workouts done and or you know get more activity done as opposed to the mum or the dad who's got to put time aside you know to do the school runs take the kids to the activities they're also then having to put in like a 40-hour week at work on top of that and they just haven't got the energy left to to do anything else so it's just don't compare yourself to other people because everybody's circumstances allows them to either do less or to do more. And I think that that's really important as well. And I used to say it quite a lot on my Instagram stories when I was out for like a walk with my dog during the, my lunch break and things like that. I had um, that privilege that I worked from home, that I was able to do that. But then the nurse who works 12 hour night shifts in a hospital can't do that so there's no point you comparing yourself to me because my circumstances allow me to be more active than you so I used to just try to remind people about that as well so I would just say like don't compare yourself to other people 
don't be interested in what other people are doing. You can, you know, follow people for inspiration and to get ideas, you know, for recipes or workout ideas and things like that. But ultimately, it's your journey and what you can do. Your circumstances will only allow you to do what you can do. Amazing, Claire. Absolutely amazing. Claire, one thing I wanted to ask you, because you are a qualified Zumba instructor and you do the online classes, I'm sure there's probably a few people, probably quite a lot of people actually, having heard you talk about it with so much enthusiasm and the fact that you can do it anywhere because it's online, are probably quite interested about at least trying it. If maybe they've done Zumba before but want to get back into it or maybe they've never even tried it and are curious about it. It does look like a lot of fun, mm-hmm. I'll be honest. Is there any way that maybe we could do something special for our Weight Loss Warrior listeners, do you think? Yeah, absolutely. So anybody at all who would like to give one of my Zumba classes a try um, can join uh, like a free class for as like a trial to see if you like it. So try before you buy. Um, so yeah, I run my classes online on Zoom. I've got like a mix of 30 minute classes or 45 minute classes. But to be honest, at the moment, I'm running quite a lot of 30 minute classes. My ladies say that they kind of work well in the evening times, you know, when you've had a full day of work, 30 minutes is like enough exercise. So I've got a lot of 30 minute classes to, to you know, that I run every single day. At the moment, um, I'm running them in the morning and the evening, six days a week. So there's plenty to choose from. So, um, yeah, anybody at all who's never joined a class and you've always wondered or you'd just like to give it a try, um, you can absolutely join a class for free and just see how you like it. That's amazing. Thank you so much. And so for anyone who is interested, I'm going to direct you directly to Claire's Instagram. I think that's probably the best way for them to get in touch with you. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, absolutely. So where can they find you then, Claire? So on Instagram, I am Mrs. underscore Graham underscore fitness. So if you just type in Mrs. Graham fitness, I'm sure that I will probably come up for you. And yet send me a message on there and we can get you onto a class. No problem at all. It's from the comfort of your own home. It's ran on Zoom, but I'm telling you now, all of my ladies keep their camera off. So it's completely private. So no one can hear you. No one can see you. If you've got your kids running around, that's absolutely fine. You don't need childcare. It's just about the class being accessible to everybody. Moving your body in whatever way you can. It's not about being the best dancer or who can do the most squats. It's just about listening to some great music. I have some really good playlists. Having a dance around your sitting room, kitchen, your bedroom, wherever you're doing it. If your kids want to join in, get them to join in. Um, I've got plenty of mums on my class who get their eight, nine, ten-year-olds to do the classes with them if you know they're still awake. And yeah, it's just about enjoying your workout. So my classes are not there to do a certain amount of steps, to burn a certain amount of calories, to punish ourselves because we had like a bad weekend of food. The ultimate goal is that we have fun, we have a good time. And then anything else that you get from it is just an added bonus. So if you get really sweaty, that's an added bonus. If you do do a certain amount of steps, added bonus. But the main thing is, is that you just have fun with your workout. And I think that's so important. It's such a good message to share that, you know, putting yourself under pressure is such a, a bad way to approach it. Whereas moving your body, being a bit more active, enjoying it is, is a fantastic idea. Thank you for that special offer. And if anyone has trouble finding you on Instagram, just send me a message, guys, because I will be more than happy to put you in touch with Claire. Is it you, you mentioned for your ladies, but is it only for women? Absolutely not. Zumba is for everybody, just for some reason or another. Um, I think because it is a type of dance, maybe it's just 
more women are into it. But what I will say is that my Zumba classes are not your average Zumba class. I have really good playlists, like it's really upbeat, fun music, um, and it's more Zumba size. So obviously it is Zumba. We use like Zumba dance moves and movements um, and like the rhythms and the beats. But we also have like exercises um, thrown in there as well. So it's really easy to follow because I know I do have quite a lot of ladies who have been joining now for like two years. And when they initially joined, they felt very like, oh, but I can't dance. I don't have coordination. And once you join, you'll see that you don't actually need to have that. It is just a very easy to follow routines. And um, yeah, they're just so much fun. And one, one other thing before we have to unfortunately end this episode, I'll say is that the thing I love about this the most is that it's completely anonymous. It's not as if you have to go and stand in a, a room full of people of different levels. You know, you could have people who've been doing it for years in better shape than you. It removes that feeling of being self-conscious because like you said, no one can hear you, no one can see you, nobody even knows it's you, but they obviously can watch you, follow you. It's live, so there's that interaction there in terms of being able to watch someone in real time, give a class, but without any of those kind of things that can trigger anxiety or concern so I think it's absolutely amazing Claire and who knows you might even have me join in a couple of classes next week I uh, I feel tempted to do it so let's see what happens there. I think yeah you should definitely give it a go and you know get your two boys involved your wife involved and um, it's just a really good way if you want to make it like a family thing like you say it's no one can see you no one can hear you and a lot of times parents haven't got the luxury of going out for a run or going to the gym because they can't leave the house because they haven't got childcare. And, um, you know, somebody who has that as an issue because my husband does shift work, I just can't go out for a run if I wanted to because my children are in the house and there's nobody else here looking after them. So, you know, you don't need that childcare when you're doing it in the comfort of your own home. Like you say, you're not being judged by anybody else. You don't have to worry about it. Wear what you want to wear. Sometimes um, the early morning classes that I've run, you know, ladies have said to me after like, oh, I just rolled out of bed and did it in my pyjamas. And I wouldn't have even known if they hadn't told me. So it's um, it is just about, you know, it being accessible to everybody, no matter where you are in the world. You know, if anybody who does come and join me for a free class to see if you like it, if you do decide to continue to do it. Classes are just a pound on Zoom. One so pound. the 30 minute classes are just one pound. And the rare 45 minute class that I run, they're one pound 50. But like I say, recently, just with, you know, the craziness of working the kids and stuff, half an hour classes just seem to work really well. And my ladies seem to prefer them. So I have been re really focusing on the 30 minute classes yeah so they're just one pound on zoom so hopefully again that that's affordable to people that if they want to join either one a week or two a week that maybe that like is a lot cheaper than going out there and getting that 40 pound a month gym membership or certainly if you went and paid for a zumba in person zumba class you'd be looking at about five pound a class to actually go to a zumba class whereas with mine online like i say you don't even need to to leave your house and, and it's a quid incredible i mean you can't get anything for a quid anymore so <laughs> guys get involved i really think it's a great idea and you could absolutely surprise yourself at how much you enjoy it claire it's been fantastic having you on the show today thank you for sharing your journey and thank you for becoming my latest weight loss warrior thank you so much for having me it's been um, a pleasure take care of yourself and we'll be in touch okay thank you so much thank you bye 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 i'd also like to say a big thank you to you our listeners. I appreciate you joining us at the Weight Loss Warrior podcast and would love that you become part of our tribe. 
If you enjoyed today's episode, please subscribe to our podcast to never miss a new weight loss warrior tell their story. We share brand new episodes every single Monday and Thursday and hope that you join us next time. You can also find us on Instagram where we share great tips and advice on how you can lose weight in a safe and sustainable way. Simply search for Weight Loss Warrior Podcast and follow us today. Remember, be kind to yourself and keep looking forward. You can achieve your goals.